All right. Well, hey, guys. Uh, welcome back to yet another episode of the BS Group Podcast. Yeah. It's been uh, ages. Damn. Yeah. yeah it's it's dude, been a while since we've been gotten together. Ages. This is a this is a drink three of the evening. How about how about you fellows? What, what do you? I want? think so. Yeah, I'm on. I mean, I'm just drinking water, so this is like I respect that. Four. Man. Yeah, yeah, dude, stay hydrated. Hell yeah! Woo. It's been so long since we last recorded. Jared now has a beard. Like it's just insane. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah. He grew. Can you give us a little bit of beard beardismer? Like you know, like I don't know if oh, it's picking up, but uh, yeah, yeah no, I'm not really it. sure if it no, works. I can hear but, for sure. Oh, nice. All right. Well, yeah. So um, as always, uh, I am. One of your hosts here. Uh, my name is Jared. Uh, I am joined by my co-host Tyler Assad, dudes, and we are also once again joined by good friend, regular guest Charlie. Woo, three for three on the. Where I, I, how many episodes have there been now? I think there's like four now. I, this say, yeah, I think this is the, the fourth episode. Yes, yes, this is the fourth production order. We're not too sure, but I think on the yeah. release schedule, this is number four. I, I'm okay with being honest that you know. We're probably going to bankroll episodes as we record more. What? You know? No, well, you we're know, doing we're like, this every week We're live. deep in the podcast recording bunker, you know, where the, the aliens can't read our minds. I haven't yeah. seen sunlight, so I don't actually know what episode yeah. this is. For the, for, the, for the listeners who are listening in the future, uh, it is cur- there's currently an alien invasion right now, and it's forced humanity underground. You ever, you ever uh, read The War of the Worlds? It's kind of like that. We had to dig <laughs> underground, and now we're in an underground society while we wait for the red mist to clear. Yeah. You would never believe that this episode is supposed to be about theme parks. Yeah, well, because well, the theming of our imaginary society, underground society. Yeah, we're talking about theme parks today. Yeah, damn. Wow, that was a, you know, so as I was telling you guys just, just a few short minutes ago, uh, I'm probably going to have to default to you guys a little bit about this because, Charlie, you're a theme park. I think park plenty in, for you to talk about, Charlie. Oh, yeah, like I can jump in, you know, but I feel like you two are like, the experts yeah you yeah. Know? theme parks are we're kind of you can you can gobble mickey mouse while, pretzel so. with the the best of them you know that is true yeah yeah no yeah jared, jared's right here uh he's got the two the two guys who who know what they're talking about here bro i again i log in to the the, the dock here so i can look at the things that i wrote about our our theme park adventure mm-hmm. and again dude doordash is out here like oh we noticed you were looking at time well <laughs> Were you still interested in that? You can you can DoorDash T Bell. No, no, I think it's just funny. You know, they've got my fucking number. Yeah, they got you by the by the. I keep getting away and they keep pulling me back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, Charlie, uh, obviously, you're. I mean, wait, we're not gonna have a weekly catch up. Oh yeah, yeah. I figured we're gonna. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, let's let's do uh, the weekly catch up right now. Uh, Obviously, uh, again, I, I don't mind being transparent about this stuff. Uh, we just did the Star Wars episode. So no, we it, didn't. That was like last month. Well, Look I mean, at the YouTube upload Time dates. is relative, Charlie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So I'm I'm down for what Tyler was saying. Uh, maybe talk about the Big E. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of like that's kind of like our closest thing to a theme park here. Just some theming. I didn't go. I went yesterday. As a matter of fact, uh, I I went. I went with Emily. It was a very nice time for the biggie. I remember the biggie is one of those things where it comes around every year and you're like, yeah, I really want to go. That'll be fun. And then you go. And when you're done, you're like, yeah, that's okay. I could go without doing that ever again. And then the next year comes around. You're like, yeah, let's go. One of my close friends, the proprietor of Java stop told me that the potatoes in the main building were 20 bucks. And for those reasons, Oof, I'm out. Dude. Yeah. Um, oh, for those of you who are unaware, the big E is a big event that happens in new England. It's normally yearly, but um, because of the mysterious Global thing panorama. That, yeah, the thing that YouTube won't let us talk about, um, <laughs> they haven't had it for a few years, so they brought it back. 
Actually, I think they might have had it last year. Uh, they did have it last year. I went yeah. last year. I, I was thinking of D23, which will be relevant later. Was there... Uh, did you guys have to wear masks? Like, I didn't even no. think about it. Oh, God, no. no. So last year, we there was still like a lot of pro- COVID protocols in place for mm-hmm. Swagawam, so... Yeah. I, I remember that, but this year, they were just raw-dogging it. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a big fairground, um, and... It's it's mostly fairgrounds of like food stands and tents selling shit, but there's an area that is a bunch of buildings built in the style of each of the states they represent. It's each of the New England states. You got Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Vermont, and Maine. And all those buildings are full of things very specific to the states, mostly food and such being sold or, or crafts, but it's, it's very nice. And that's the, that's the most themed this area gets besides the historical American village. Yeah, none of that shit matters, you know. There, there, <laughs> there's also the big building where you can get the CNN TV shit, you know, like those yeah. knives and all you know, the, yeah, the, the better living center, my friend. There's yeah, also so. the building where you can bring in your prized hog. <laughs> yeah, they got the fucking <laughs> Right outside the building is where oh, they put the, uh, the butter sculpture. They got the pig rices. You see the little biggest running around the track for an Oreo. My favorite thing to do is to go and uh, test out the hot tubs you know they tell you're not supposed to get in but you all know. i know is that i just want a deep fried pickle on a stick. oh my god did you all right i don't know jared have you been yet this year yeah so uh meet a man did actually you, just went you, on tuesday so did you see the dilly ago. dog the dilly dog excuse me the what? dilly dog so the dilly dog is a brand new concoction being sold the Big E this year it is a so you, your center layer is a hot dog Holy and then shit, the hot dog is inside a pickle. Oh my god! And then that pickle is in corn dog batter and deep fried. It's the plizzy, bro. It's called it's called the dilly dilly dog, but us I cool kids that. call That's it the dilly dog. That's the most Boston shit I've ever heard in my entire it, life. It, yeah, right? it, it sounds nasty because it's a whole ass cucumber that they like poured <laughs> out <laughs> the hot dog in. Like it's, Damn, it, it's like a it's, fucking cucumber well, violated saw, by I, a hot dog. I saw a child <laughs> eating it, and I'm like, that kid is gonna die by the time well, he's twelve. So I think an important thing to in, again, once again, in the off chance that we don't know the person that is currently listening to this, yeah, if it's our um, friend from Brussels, yeah, exactly. If it's our hey, one shout out to Brussels, dude. Um, I I think it's very important to know the biggie. At least when I talk to other people in the area, whether it's you guys, family, other friends, um. It's known for just having deep fried everything. Yeah, it's it's they got a <laughs> flatliner burger. I don't know what's in it, but the whole thing is that it could give you a heart attack. Yeah, um, I actually got um, uh, me and Amanda got deep fried mushrooms. I want to get actually buzzing. Part of the experience that Jared can't describe to you. Okay. So when you go to the Big E, the first thing that hits you is the smell. Very much so <laughs> like any other theme park, you know. Everywhere else, they like they really cater. Like they want to draw you in. Like it smells good. It smells like baked goods. Like, you know, mm. the Big E smells like cigarettes and horse manure. <laughs> yep. And you cannot convince me otherwise. Yep. No. Uh, the first thing I smelled when we walked onto the fairgrounds was horse manure because they have horses that just parade around the thing. But the unlike... I, I, I'm, I hate to use this example because we're going to be talking a shit ton about them later. But Disney, they have horses on property and they always make sure that the horses, they're fed on a very specific feeding schedule. Mm. So that way when they are on duty at the park, they will not be shitting. What? These horses, <laughs> these horses will are not shitting. 
and they don't even have like poop bags or anything too so they they have figured out a system to make sure these horses are not taking a fat dump it's fucking beyond science wow. on, on the magic yeah bro it's so, the mouse house man you know, they got some magic juju yeah, going the on horse, there. they they our nation's top horse scientists working <laughs> on the clock but um no the big e the horses just it's they're just fucking shitting all over the streets mm-hmm. nobody cleans it up either so you're just having to keep a lookout for any any fresh or somewhat fresh uh, piles as you're walking around and it's just nothing's greater than eating some fair food while just smelling the big old the, I don't know what horses eat but their poop always smells like somebody is dying eat I'm pretty sure the ones that are at the big year Budweiser Clydesdale so they are on a strict <laughs> that is, liquid diet that, that's, that's <laughs> fair but yeah Biggie um, it's I, I like to call it white trash Disneyland <laughs> maybe oh maybe I could God. be able, uh, give it a little yeah, maybe it's more like a white trash Six Flags which Six Flags is already kind of like a white trash Six Flags like, well yeah actually I think one of the important things to note here right uh Six Flags is literally 10 minutes from here. Yeah, we right? actually, that's that's our local, I don't even want to give it the dignity of calling it a theme park, and we'll get to that later. But <laughs> okay, okay. Damn, dude, we got a Disney elitist. <laughs> it is a amusement park. I'm not I saying s- I disagree, but. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, uh, we'll, we'll get into this. I guess this is a good time to segue. Um, but yeah, so I, I've gotten to theme parks, uh, last couple of years because I went on a trip in 2018 and I hyper fixated on it. And, uh, and ever since my life has not been the same, but, uh, you know, I, I went as a kid, you know, as, as uh, most people, I don't want to say most people as some people are so fortunate enough to do, but I like, it was a very surface level. Like, yeah, I like seeing Mickey. I like, I like riding the rides, but when I went last time I went, I don't know why, but I was just way more into like learning about like the history of things and like learning about like, you know, like, oh, the little architectural tricks or little engineering marvels that go into these things. It's like going to Disney World like that. Is that like, are we East Coast elites? Is that like what Fox News is talking about? Okay. I don't don't think I think having an appreciation for for stuff like that doesn't make us elite. If I may. It depends how often you go to Disney. That that is oh, that is the line. Yeah. There is a strict the line. line whether or not you're a Disney adult or not. Well, no, no. If we're talking about like the whole East Coast elite, East oh. Coast elite things, yeah. right? If you got to Disney once, that's something. That that's one category. If you've been to Disney a few times, that's another one. If you go to Disney yearly, that's yeah. the, that's like the final boss. Yeah, oh, like when you have the um, that's your only vacation. Why you have like the vacation could- club? Yeah, yes. yeah. No, no. I mean, I, I don't want to knock the vacation club because uh, my last trip was sponsored by. Uh, <laughs> we have a family friend who so graciously um, let us use his vacation club. Rest in peace. Um, uh, uh, so we could go down there and stay on property, which I'd never done before. My family has always stayed in uh, one of those timeshare condos that's like mm. conveniently right outside, but not as good as what's in property. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, I, I'm definitely like a every now and then kind of guy i say as i'm going this this uh, winter for the first time in like four years so yeah yeah no, i i always uh I, like i always enjoyed going right yeah. to, whether it's to disney or to six flags you know because i've always specifically roller coasters maybe it's just like the adrenaline you know that like i enjoy yeah you know but um i think disney for what it's worth um actually sorry let me back up so when we go to like the biggie or um 
or whenever we went to the local fireman's carnival. Oh, right. rest in peace, yeah, the fireman's like, carnival. That, that was that, Southwick lost its soul when they stopped. That was doing a lot that. of fun too. Dude, it used to I, have I like rides and shit. Too. Now it's just like carny games and fucking well, uh, they crushed cars. They yeah. don't have the. They haven't had the fireman's carnival in years. Yeah, it's been two or three years now. Oh my god! Yeah. I remember the last time they did it was probably early college, and it was like it was mm-hmm. like in the parking lot of our local rec center. Had like a swing ride and one other thing, and then in a wreck car, and they had a yeah. kissing booth. It was very weird. Oh, I. I don't remember the kissing booth. I remember the the there was a bunch of what those old dudes with their train sets and then a chili yes. a chili took off. <laughs> Do you remember like when we were kids and it was like um it was just like straight up like uh traveling carnival shit. Oh, yeah, like, that they, was they, like, they sold like fireworks and it was, um mm, like, it, was, uh, it was a wild time. They would set up they would set up on like the field, like the, the, the big fields near yeah. the schools, and it would be like every mm. single carnival they had a Ferris wheel. Do you remember the fake cigarettes like, where it was like filled with yes, baby powder yeah, and you'd like yes, puff it yes, out? Yes. Yeah, and it was just it was it was a magical time. I remember spitting off the top of the uh, the the Ferris wheel with my brother because we saw it on Camp Laszlo and um and we got chewed out like the. Wait, I, what did you do? Me and my me and my brother rode up to we were on the Ferris wheel and when we were at the top we spat down to see how long it would take to hit the ground <laughs> and <laughs> I guess the, the 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 guy operating the ride like noticed and so he got mad and like booted us off. That is some feral Western mass shit. And then, and then, uh, yeah, so, and then our, our mom made us apologize to him, which, you know, we should have, but we yeah, were like six, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> we didn't really know any better. Yeah. Well, in the one, like, I think the one thing that I actually, like, really appreciate about, like, I, I, I don't even know if this is theme parks, but again, you know, I like roller coasters, okay, but I like, I feel like you can see the art behind some of them, mm-hmm. right? As opposed yeah. to this Fireman's Carnival, where they used to have kind of like the rinky-dink roller coaster that would, like, fucking like be on like cinder blocks and it'd be like shaking like yeah, violently yeah. put, put together by someone who couldn't pass a piss test yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The offloaded or, off or of a truck and then they always had <laughs> scuffed together and you, you would see them you would see them like I, while we were in school i remember because we'd see them come and go while we were at school because they'd set up during the day and we'd be at recess mm-hmm. watching them. They literally like they they, they they have a trailer hitch on these rides. <laughs> they just pack them up and they go like this roller coaster. They just kind of like folded it up like it was train track pieces and just and in a trailer and there it goes. You know you remember like walking around. You like pick up a bolt and like bring it over to one of them. You're like, is this important? Ah, yeah, yeah. Right, put yeah, in the trash. Right. It only needs about thirty two of the. 50. No, 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 yet. Fireman's carnival. Shit. Yeah, good times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to go back to your point about the roller coasters, yes. I think that's why I appreciate parks like Disney and Universal more so than Six Flags, mm-hmm. because I'm not a big roller coaster guy. I used to be when I was a kid, and then I I got a head injury. Um, I think I was in high school, maybe, and the doctor was like, "Yeah, you you can't ride roller coasters anymore." Any because I guess like the velocity, you know, the velocity of the roller coaster, like the shakiness. Yeah, I've heard so. Um, uh, roller coasters just a one way trip to uh, Planet Vomit. Yeah, yeah. See, I might, I might permanently damage a piece of my brain. You might vomit up the Taki Bell. So Gerd it's, about, it's about the same in terms of pain. But yeah, no. But Disney's, you know, it's more calm. You know, mm. you're on these little rides that go through scenes. It's so. You know, I think the I focal can't do the point of Disney World is today. Like the reason it's so damn good is it is exclusively staffed by theater kids. Yeah. 
I could see that. Yeah. Or was exclusively staffed by a theater kid. What do you mean was? The big layoffs, dude. They've laid off like thousands of employees in the last couple I've of years. I've gone oh my since God. the I pandemic and it's still all theater kids. Dang. Well, that's reassuring. Dude, see, I didn't I didn't know that. Okay. So the, the House of Mouse is absolutely trying to cover this up. All right? Yeah. Uh, this is some breaking news that you definitely can't just find out by Googling. Listen, I, I'm usually on the up and up with this stuff. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I'll get in. I actually wrote it down for a bit later on. But um, I mean, I could go through it now. Yeah, um, yeah, go for it. So you know, Disney. You know, we it, it's pretty great. You know, in terms of like you know the engineering, the art, everything goes into it. But I would say modern Disney has definitely fallen off, as the kids say. What do you think the golden age was? I personally, my it, at least in terms of the theme parks, right? Like you know, the company. I would say I don't want to say when Walt was alive, because that's like oh yeah, of course. Um, but in terms of the theme parks, I'd say their heyday was the Eisner and Wells era. So that was, was like, that like late 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, 80s, 80s, 80s to I think Frank Wells died mid 90s when he died for, for the uninitiated. Um, Frank Wells was president of the Disney company and Michael Eisner was CEO. And so their dynamic was Frank was like the business guy and Michael was the ideas guy. And it was kind of similar to Walt. And his brother Roy's dynamic where Walt just... He was the ideas guy who would just spout shit without knowing if they could actually do it or not. And then Roy would get it done. And so I think that... Gotcha. I, I would argue that the two best periods in the company's history is when you have the leadership set up that way. Because any other time that they've only had one person in charge, the the company's just not done as good. And so you got you got Frank, Frank Wells and Michael Eisner. And Michael Eisner's just thrown every goddamn thing to the wall. He's like, what if we made a log flume about the the funny animals from the slavery movie and we we named it after this mermaid movie that's coming out for the synergy? And that bizarre concept ended be, ended up becoming one of their most iconic rides for however long it was open. So, so what was like the turning point? The, like what signified like, the, uh, like besides when, obviously someone dying? But. Yeah. Uh, well, Frank Wells, you know, tragically died and I think it was a helicopter accident. And then now you had Michael Eisner manning the ship by himself. Uh, so he's got to be both the ideas guy. I mean, I'm not saying that he was the only person who came with ideas, but he was the one who was like asking Imagineers to do shit like he was asking them to like figure out how to turn a watermelon into a square and, and Imagineers would just go and do it. <laughs> but um, now he's had to do both. And where when Michael Eisner would get much like Walt Disney, get really unrealistic and crazy ideas, uh, he would get reined in. I mean, Eisner more than Walt because Walt always got what he wanted. Sure. Uh, minus Epcot, which Tyler will go into. Um, but you know, when Eisner had an idea that was just that shit and would not work frank wells pulled him in but now eisner's on his own and he's he's and the company go it falls apart it, there's a lot of you can you can look it up there's a lot of videos that talk about it but the company just i think it's important to recognize spiral. too that eisner was not just like the ceo of like disney's like theme park division like he was the oh, CEO he was the whole everything. company so and under he's like not only is he busy like running the rest of the company to the ground, but he also is managing the theme parks at the same time. Yeah. And so did and he not do well uh, even outside of the theme park stuff? Or yeah. I mean, it? early two thousands Disney like is a very because they had just been riding the high of the Renaissance from eighty nine to sure. 
uh, Tarzan in 99 or two. Tarzan was 99, well, it right? Was either Tarzan or, or on the Lion King? Tar- Lion King was 94. Tarzan is what is considered the end of the, the end Renaissance. Of okay. That was 99. And then going into 21st century is when things start to. I mean, not that they weren't putting out good things. Yeah. Like you got like Treasure Planet, Atlantis, Lilo and Stitch. Well, it's a lot of cult classics. Like, even at the, at the time, yeah. it wasn't super popular. Like, we look back on it very fondly because it was yeah. our childhood and like, yeah. they're subjectively good movies, but they bombed in the box office at the time. Yeah. I mean, Lilo and Stitch was the only successful movie of that era. Yeah. And much like, I don't, I can't tell you one thing from the theme parks that they, they put in there in that era that has, I, I think Soren maybe was that era, but uh, it was a very, no, Soren, Soren was later. So Soren um, was originally in Disney's California. Mm-hmm. It was the only good ride in Disney's California. <laughs> yeah. Which, oh, that was, that was from the Eisner without Wells era. He was yeah. like, what if we made a theme park about, about California. California in, in California? California. Like instead of it, it's kind of like they took like the Epcot vision, right? Where it's yeah. like Americans are too fat and dumb to know that like the countries in Epcot aren't actual countries. And they're like, what if we did the same thing to tourists coming to California? Like yeah. no one wants to actually go well, to San Francisco. Wait, so it was like a pocket sized California. Yeah, it was yes. like their, their, whole thing, for- their whole thing was like, he's like, we, you know, when people come to California for tourism, they're like, they're going to Disneyland, but they're also going to other places like the, Do you, you know, know, like um, Golden uh, Gate Bridge. And like then, Las Vegas has all those like fake landmarks. Yeah, absolutely. Like imagine that, but for just California. Yeah. And it's so, so, so they the had idea, like a fake Golden Gate Bridge and they had like <laughs> fake um, national parks. Yeah. And, the idea was that in Instead of people coming to California and going all over, they would come and only go to Disney because you get everything about California. And it didn't work. Yeah. It didn't. No, that, that it sounds like it's gone. Right. That was replaced by Pixar Pier. So, well, the, it's still California Adventure, but like the Pixar Pier is what used to be like a it was themed to like old California boardwalks. Oh, OK. And every pretty much everything about the original park is gone now. I think yeah. the last remaining thing is it was like a it was like a restaurant themed to like California wharfs is being re- remodeled into a big hero six restaurant. There was a ride that is now, I think, in the car section of that um, theme park where you were taking on the role of like a um, uh, a paparazzi. <laughs> And oh. you you went through an adventure of Hollywood, looking at like really bad caricatures of like yeah. the Hollywood stars of the time. Yeah. Oh, and it and was like beyond cursed. And it was supposed to be a really high speed ride, but then Princess Diana died right before they in were going to crash. Yeah, in a car crash, being <sighs> running away from the paparazzi, so they had to slow it down. That's actually it. Actually, got replaced by um, a Monsters Inc. ride that's there, oh, okay. and they reused some of the celebrity animatronics. So there's there's a bunch of animatronics of like the the little hazmat guys doing the same shit that the celebrities did the the person who was like supposed to lead you through was regis philbin oh yeah it was it was it was an interesting concept (laughs) but yeah um a long-winded way of saying that the golden era i would say for the parks was 80s 90s and uh it fell off once that helicopter went down (laughs) well no no offense rest in peace uh frank wells but his death really kind of put disney in a downward spiral so, oh <laughs> what was the first year i didn't mean yeah, well, I, all right <laughs> kobe bryant aside um, what oh, was dude. the first year that you went to disney world i i'm not entirely sure the year it was whenever we were in first grade so okay. that must have so been like 2004 like, oh, yeah, yeah that's what i was gonna say that, so i don't remember much about i do remember they still had the snow white ride there Yes, and I my mom wanted to ride what was that. Was that replaced by? That was replaced by a meet and greet hall. Oh, they wow. yeah. So wow. they replaced it with nothing of actual value. So what about you, Jamer? 
2008, maybe? I, okay. I, I, remember I was 10. I was Damn, during the so Great Recession, a little that's bit, insane. A little bit older, a little bit more able to do. Because yeah. when we went, like, I would, I would not ride the haunted mansion because I, we had the 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 the, the annual guidebook, uh-huh. and it talked about like, oh, you're gonna see a ghost show up in your car with you. <laughs> and it's I, so spooky. And I imagined like these little, you know, like minecart tarp things going down a just for some reason in my mind it was a, a hallway, a really thin hallway, and then a ghost just shows up in your car, and I was like, I'm not doing that. In, <laughs> in reality, that doesn't. So imagine happen. this, right? This can be very difficult to imagine. You sure. both know me on a very deep spiritual level okay i went when i was like two or three years old mm-hmm. and i had horrible horrible gastrointestinal issues really? well i'm shocked I, yeah, i'm I had, floored i'm I actually, flabbergasted it, just a drop of the florida water hit my mouth and i got rotavirus oh so there are pictures of me as like uh, i think i was like three three years old so this, this would have been like just prior to 9 11 <laughs> just just right before it. where were you on 9 11 2001 we went with my grandparents because my grandfather and my aunt were marathon runners so we went down for the disney marathon oh okay and the only pictures they have of me are me like shitting down the back just of like my grandparents loaded, loaded diaper basically. literally yeah oh. pretty much yeah. like oh. we had to go home early because i was so sick that, well, it, it's a good thing you're only three. You wouldn't have remembered. Yeah, I don't remember it. Probably so, yeah. been I'll say the first time I went was like 2005. Yeah. We, we were in se- second grade. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, let me. I'm pretty that, sure we have. That's tough, buddy. Oh, that's yeah. a, no, it's just hilarious because, you know, obviously every story that I'm in has to include me having diarrhea in Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> so going just because this is a fun little thing that i had written down in the notes that i wanted to try out so when i had mentioned that this was a theme park became a hyper fixation for me they really became a hyper fixation for me like i spent pretty much once we got back until like i I think it was the rest of the year like binging when is your disney manifesto coming out um maybe next week uh but like i was binging like defunct land yesterworld you know defunct land is bussin defunct land is like the the theme park channel uh, I'm pretty sure they were like it, the funk thing was like relatively new when I got into it too. So I was then I was there on the ground floor. Uh, but um, did you watch Rob plays? Rob plays. I think he's called Midway to Main Street now. Mm-hmm. Him, who else? Disney Dan, Offhand Disney. There's a whole bunch of uh, dudes. Um, I, there's some. There's a channel that I'm trying to remember that he he doesn't do videos anymore, but his were like goaded. I know for a fact that the fellow pre-diabetics in our subscriber count definitely watch, um, what is it called? The Disney food blog. I I actually don't watch them. Have you ever seen their shit though? I I can imagine. I can imagine that it's definitely having to do with. Just imagine like grown ass adults just rolling up into like one of the restaurants in Disney World and being like in the middle of the biggest restaurant. And they're like, yes, we're actually going to get one of everything on the menu. Ooh, one of those people. I, I remember seeing a video of a guy going to Universal in Japan and going to the Mario restaurant. He's like, yeah, I'll get one of everything. And so it's this dude all by himself in this restaurant. You see a bunch of families around and he's just got this entire table for himself stacked with Mario themed food. It's like um, they're all like journalists and they they literally try every single food at every restaurant, like everything. Like even if it's like something comes out for like a short period of yeah, time, like yeah. they book like first class tickets to get there for the first day to yeah. get in line and go we, do it. We so, got to get the limited edition. So cupcake. let me ask you just, just real quick. So when they do this hypothetical, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. everything on the menu uh-huh. order, right? 
Is it just like they take a bite, like one bite yep. of everything, basically, and then everything? Well, else no. Just goes so junk? they bring like an army of people, and so like the whoever's writing the article just tries a bite, but then like they eat everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's That's like good. they yeah. get the whole score. Okay, yeah. I mean, at least they're like, not tossing out. You, like, you have to think all it's this food. Every restaurant. So it's like there are places in Disney World that are like you know Michelin star restaurants where it's like you sit down with your loved one and you're not locking away for like less than six hundred bucks, and they try everything on the menu <laughs> yeah well it's a good thing that's going on the company card yeah i know um but, but no it's like it's nice because it's like if you're going on vacation instead of like worrying about getting those duds like you just you know the exact places that they've rated very highly that that is nice because there's a lot of food in disney I'll, I'll have, have they steered you wrong out. have they ever okay. steered okay. you wrong okay goose and the fam don't uh-huh. listen to the podcast at least not yet right sure. so i will say yes a hundred percent there are places down there that i love that the Disney food blog has just like absolutely crapped on. However, the rest of the people in the, the Casa would say... Your family, yes. Yeah, would say that, um, no, we were never steered wrong because the places that I like are not very popular. Mm. Can, can you give me an example? I'm peso curious. Bills. So peso, what's up? So what's oh, that's in I Frontierland, right? love Peso Bills. Peso Bills is the closest you can get to getting Taco Bell in the Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Why Actually, would you? Okay. Emily, Emily and I got that while we were there because we hadn't planned for a lunch, I don't think. See, that's and the thing. You get these like, you go in and it's like the taco bar and it's like yeah. the shitty like circle tortillas yeah, yeah, and you yeah. get the cheese. It was, it was not a, because then you go to like the Beauty and the Beast restaurant and it's it like hits. five star, you know, it's like an yeah, excellent. I don't want five star. I want cheesy, greasy. Yeah. For 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 a restaurant named Pecos Bills, it, it fits it fits what it is. Where the inside so, looks like a 1990s cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I I do just want to interject real quick as uh, while we're on the topic of Disney food, um, whatever they put in the meal plan brownies is fucking crack. You know, I don't know gone. what it. What gone? No, no, gone. I no. never got to have them. No, dude, no. What? Well, the meal plan's Man, gone. I have been dreaming. They're of replaced those. with like um, pudding cups. Oh, okay. I mean, the pudding was good, but like. Dude, those brownies. So, I've been so, like, they're, right. they're mouthwatering. Be- like between just- between when we went and like later years, like they've just revamped everything. Like Disney oh. Disney's still very expensive for what it is. Sure. But they were like getting to realize, like, oh my god, like we can't just keep selling like French fries and burgers and then charging people for this multi bajillion dollar vacation. <laughs> so like all the places have like incredibly amped up their food. Interesting. Okay. I actually heard recently that um they were like lowering the quality of the food. There was I think some like it's it's still like. Do you remember going in the early two thousands? I you mean I, I remember that, but I don't remember the food at all. Okay, the food in the two thousands was like cafeteria food, like literally like hot dogs, burgers, French fries. Mm. Now everywhere you go, it's like bougie, like ethnic food. Like that makes sense. Like things yeah. that you could go find mm. like downtown Northampton. Not you know. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. So. Yes, I would say that it's probably taking a nosedive after COVID because they, you know, are probably getting rid of staff and like suppliers and, and everything. But it's still so much better than when we were kids. Yeah. No, it, the food was pretty good when we went there. We had the meal plan, which mm. is not a thing anymore. Yeah, they got rid of it. They, they, they've been getting a lot of things and blaming it because of COVID. Yeah. But like you had to get rid of a meal plan because of... If, if you're wait, fat enough, you could make money off of the, the meal plan. And you're like, this is America. So Disney had to get rid of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wait, hold on. The hold meal on, plan actually up. was an affordable deal that you... you yeah. Yeah. save money by using gone because i remember the the, uh, the last time we went in 2016 touch on that later yeah but we all got the meal plan and it was no, it's gone really yep. yeah. so is the bus so, that takes you from the airport it's to not disney? gone it's still there it's just not part of disney anymore and you gotta pay for oh, it. oh yeah yeah <laughs> why i mean okay sorry the why is a dumb question right but yeah. 
So when they got rid of the meal plan, I feel like that was like an actual affordable, decent. Yeah, yeah. Thing and that's that why they had to you get said rid of the it. word. You said the word. That that's the reason I had to go. Affordable. Modern yeah. Modern Disney under our Lord, glorious Bobby Chapes is. <laughs> Their main priority is making sure the shareholders get another summer home. Are you familiar with the concept of microtransactions? Oh, I'm very familiar. That's what Disney is now. Yeah. Uh, Next thing you know, they're going to be doing a loot box. Uh, they're going to bring <laughs> back the ticket system for rides, but it'll be a loot box. And it's like, oh, are you going to get the get the rare five, you know, Yeah, you get to go on Fast Track this time today yeah, with the, five other the people. The legendary drop to ride on the Haunted Mansion. Oh, sorry, you got the common drop of It's a Small World. <laughs> <laughs> or not, not no, that not even that. You, the common drop would be you. You get to ride the Main Street trolley. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, out of out of all the rides, uh, at least talking like Disney World Florida, right? Yeah. Because to it, be fair, none of us have been to Disneyland, right? Uh, no, I have. Yeah, no. Before no. we get into this, this this whole time we've been a. Uh, I, I was trying to set up something, and we just completely got oh, sidetracked. Okay, hold on. Before yeah. we move into like talking in depth, because of my hyperfixation. I can you could name me pretty much any ride at least from the American parks and I could probably tell you a fact on it so I, I want to test if my knowledge is still it was it was oh, really I good when I was saying okay yes. um, so and it, for, so, for, uh, for, for, those, ride, for those at home this is I'm at I, I I'm asking them this out of the blue so it's I, I didn't have time to prepare tell me about the Buzz Lightyear ride all right so let me think the first fact that comes to mind is that the Buzz Lightyear ride in Florida, um, it used to be a ride called If You Had Wings. I mean, it went through a number of name changes because it was always sponsored by whatever airline was working with Disney at the time. And when eventually their last, um, you know, sponsorship ran out, uh, it was coincidentally around the time of Toy Story and Toy Story 2, you know, okay. being this big thing. And so they're like, we need a really cheap retheme. So that so they ended up going with that, and it's the same exact track layout. Even like the um, you know, at the ending of the ride when you're going through that long tunnel that's yeah. like stars. That was part of the ride. It was like the ending of the ride was like a projection thing. It was a little more complex, okay. but um, yeah, it's that's what it used to be, and it's pretty much the. It was a very like budget overlay, but it, it's become one of their one yeah. of the most iconic rides. I have an idea because I know a fact about this one too. All right. Stitch's Great Escape. So Stitch's Great Escape. Um, I I feel like I'm taking the easy way out and going like, uh, oh, this used to be. That was a used to be alien. Yeah. Used yeah. to be the extraterrestrial encounter, which was so. It was Michael Eisner's attempt at appealing to the teenage crowd. Yeah. They're like, we need something cool, something edgy. So the original incarnation of that ride had a part in it where a cast member gets murdered by the alien and it was and they, a xenomorph too it was it was a bootleg xenomorph it was supposed to be an actual xenomorph oh i thought it was no. it was going to be but the, uh, some rights issues now disney owns it so they definitely could as someone who's gone recently uh i never did the alien ride but i did do the stitch ride and the the monsters inc laugh floor is 10 times better than any of oh them. i do like the laugh <laughs> yeah floor. i do um, big fan but uh, in the original version of extraterrestrial, uh, they would spray water down on you to simulate the cast member's blood being sprayed down from above. <laughs> oh my God. They had to tone it down. And so then that's a, the stitch spit. This, the, yeah. Okay. The, it's similar concept. I think they changed it so it sprays at you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the uh, yeah, it was so terrifying for children that they had to tone it down to the stitch one. So instead of you know getting showered in cast member blood and and this very scary you know experience, um, you're getting chili chili dog burps. And when I was like, last time, the last time I ever wrote it, 
I, I think I was like turned talking to like my brother or my cousin, whoever was next to me. And the lap bar thing started to come down and it came down on me and in a position where it wasn't like comfortable, but I couldn't move because of it. And it was like on my neck. So I remember when Stitch started jumping around and when it pushed it down, I was terrified I was going to get my neck broken. So I was using my <laughs> arms to push up as hard as I could. So that way I would like, you know, counteract yeah, yeah. the forces. It was terrifying. I'm, I'm glad that ride is gone. <laughs> Jared, Wait, uh, it, it's it, gone now too. Yeah, yeah it's, it's gone. gone. It's just a meet. Like really? the, the, the entrance there is just a meet and greet. For it was such a warm milk ride oh. in the first place. Last, I la- actually really enjoyed it though. The, the last time I went, it actually closed down while I was at the park. Emily and I were there, and it's last day of operation. We were there, and and we were like, "Do you want to ride it?" And we're like, "No, nah, you know, it's fine. It's it's whatever." We both had not great memories of it, and. When 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 I got home, I found out it closed that next like that was the last day it was open, and they closed it without announcing it at all. They just shut it down, and then like a couple months later, they're like, "Yeah, it's not coming back." We went the last week that the Great Movie Ride was available. Oh, that's a good. That was Wait, a good one. The Great Movie Ride is also gone. Yeah, yeah. that's not all. Mickey's Great Train Escape. What? It's yeah. All right. Uh, there, Mickey. It's okay. Actually, Mickey it's and Minnie's good. Runaway. It's a very it's a very controversial ride because it got rid of one of Disney's most I, w- I want to say iconic, but it was a very well done attraction. Hollywood Studios is not what it used to be. <laughs> no, I, that's an, a thing I could go on about. Pretty much all of the parks, save for Magic Kingdom, because it's always been kind of like this, but they're losing their identity because yeah. modern Disney is just like, what if we replaced everything with IP? What if, what if, what if? No, it's it's actually because Disney is run by Mr. Krabs. I yeah. like money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. So what is your favorite and arguably the best ride in Tomorrowland? And why is it the Wedway People Mover? Um, it is. It's actually the People Mover because, all right, so the People Movers, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to break some stuff down for you guys, right? Yeah, we're going to link to uh, so, technology connections below. So peop, the People Mover, for those of you who don't, don't know, is a ride <laughs> that takes you around Tomorrowland and through some of the various show buildings for the rides and is a very slow, relaxing ride. The track is always moving, so you get onto it as it's moving. And it's just, it's like a 15 minute experience where you're just chilling out in this very like, you know, calming thing. There's a narrative. They actually just very recently redid the narration and threw in a bunch of references to old iterations of both the people mover and various Tomorrowland stuff. Very cool. But it's a very, it's, it's, it's a nice like take a break experience. And I think theme parks are always at their best when there is some sort of, ride like that so at disney you have people mover you have the rail the the you know walt disney world railroad that goes around the park it's currently closed because of tron yeah it's it's been closed for like five six years that's yeah, because tron has taken five six years yeah i don't know how it's taken them that long for what's essentially a cop they they controlled seed and now they're control Ving, and for some Wait, reason so are they just repurposing it as like one of the tron like so, no, no so so sir. they're they're you know like where um space mountain is yeah directly next to space mountain they're they're taking a ride from Disney Tokyo. Oh no, it's or, uh, Shanghai. Shanghai, sorry. It's one of the the, the one of the two Chinese Disney's. But I think the, it's Shanghai. The steam train, like you know, the one that was like actually built in eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Like originally went through there, so they're basically having to build a tunnel for a steam train through an attraction. Ooh. Yeah. Which is kind of neat because they it's do dope, the, they yeah. do that well, at um Disneyland at Disneyland. Also, the People Mover kind of does that too. The People Mover kind of does that, but like the railroad it goes around the whole park at yeah. Disneyland. The railroad goes through two diorama scenes. One of them is one of them reuses animatronics from the 1964's World's Fair, which is pretty dope. Yeah, um, and it and also goes through rides like it goes through like 
I think it go, I know it goes through Splash Mountain, and it show, goes by the the finale scene there. Disney World used to have scenes, but um, they had to get rid of them because they were a little um unsavory for twenty twenty audiences. Yeah, I, I I remember when I wrote it the last time I was there, it was like, ooh, that didn't age well. What do you think of the um the the, the cleaning up of the Jungle Cruise? I I don't actually mind that. Like me neither. I I think the people getting upset that the stereotypical natives are gone. Yeah. Like I think we talked about them in the Star Wars movie and the guy with his truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 the mole people who are it's upset, the mole about, people, yeah. upset Wait, about. Wait, so that. so uh, again for the uninitiated. Yeah, Jer- uh, so, so I know Jungle Cruise for Jared. Yeah, Jared's <laughs> our stand-in for the audience here. So Jared will ask the questions that you guys. Hey are. guys, what do you mean? What happened to the Jungle Cruise? So they recently. So. I, I don't know where to begin. Both basically it was the starting, Jungle Cruise and the Safari in Animal Kingdom. Oh, the Safari too. Oh yes. I didn't know they yes. read it. I didn't know they made changes to the Safari. Oh, I know yes, the yes. Safari used to have the subplot about the poaching that's been gone for like a good decade now. It was that and the so the the scalp trader from the Safari or from the Jungle Cruise yeah, is Jungle gone. Cruise, yes. And then And so are the, the the animatronic natives from the Jungle Cruise. Yes. And then the the subplot. So after the poaching subplot, there's another subplot of uh, uh, something similar for the safari. I don't remember that at all. When I was there in 2018, it was just animals. So between when we were kids and where we are now, there was like another one. So it was like the poacher. Then there was another story. And then there's the one now where it's like just the animals. There is no story. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I'll have to. I don't. I don't know much about that one. I might be crazy. I might be getting confused with. The, you might the be mixing wires because it's very similar rides. One yeah. just one has real animals, and the other ones, uh, the safari because those ones are the robots. The jungle cruise right. are the real animals. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they replaced the natives in the jungle cruise with chimpanzees. That's almost worse. Yeah. It, okay. I didn't it, realize that. Out, that out of context, that does not sound. Out of great. context, it doesn't sound good. And I, I, you know, Disney. I don't think Disney thought too much. But what they did was they added a subplot. For one thing, they 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 took all the um, the human animatronics that weren't the natives and kind of redid them too. Yeah. Uh, to push like a. And I, I don't mind it. Like, it, I, I don't want to say this and sound like I'm complaining, but it's to make it more diverse. They're adding more characters from different mm. backgrounds. And I think that's nice. Dude, plus they let women be the uh, the boat uh, drivers. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's like new. I, I swear to God, I've, I've seen women do the jokes on the Jungle Cruise before. Same thing. Well, in our lifetime, but before oh, that, no. Oh, yeah. Huh. Um, it was always greasy men. Oh, oh. so you're talking about lifetime changes, yeah, yeah. not the recent. The well, recent, I mean, the Jungle Cruise has existed for like 50 years. <laughs> yeah, it's it was like one of the original. But like they, they just changed it. So um, there's like chimpanzees stole one of the Jungle Cruise boats and they sunk it. Yeah. So you find one half and there's like a chimpanzee. You find I think you find one half sinking and then later you find the other half with a bunch of chimpanzee it's almost like the scene from Tarzan where they're like rummaging through the camp of all yeah. like the fancy like it's, building oh, and it's, stuff it's cute yeah. it's, it's pretty it's pretty cute there's like a chimpanzee messing with the paints there's one that's going through someone's like butterfly collection it's, well, and, it's fun and your, your cruise director has funny jokes as per usual sure yeah. yeah yeah the jungle cruise that it wasn't actually originally originally it was completely played straight yeah like they were just like oh look you know they were trying to be like a like they were pretending it was real and then I think later on when the ride became old and it was more obviously, you know, like they were leaning into the fact that it was very obviously like uh, uh, not and now real. we've come full circle. And it's like a meta irony where it's like we know that it's fake and that they know that it's fake. But we got to pretend it's real. We gotta, yeah, hmm. it, it's it's fun. 
Where were we going with all this? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, I was the, just unsure about Jungle Cruise changes. That's all. Yeah, Jungle Cruise changes. They, they've been changing. Cool. They've been changing a decent amount of stuff. Though I will say, in terms of new things, they've been cheaping out. Hey, by the way, what's the status of Pandora? Have you it's been? it's open. No, no, I haven't been. The last time I was out was 2016. It's we were incredible. Yeah, Emily and I went, and it just opened, so it was like packed, but it was pretty pretty good i i'd say the the their kind of justification for how it fits into the overall theme of animal kingdoms a bit yeah shoehorny well they, isn't they, the entire point of avatar that they are in fact worthy of being people as well in that they well, have their own society and should be treated as such no 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 they're not see animal kingdom's not calling the navi animals <laughs> oh, okay see because they're i i'm pretty sure like animal kingdom was always about like you know animals around the world and how humans relate to nature and all that sure but with this they're like no no animal kingdoms about just yeah how we connect with nature and see the navi are like super about nature so it works you know that pocahontas and pa- and uh avatar are the same movie <laughs> yeah. fuck <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> did you know that uh, uh pandora pandora the world of avatar at walt disney world's mag- uh, animal kingdom you can touch the cum tree what? seriously yeah in, Fuck in, yeah in the avatar movie there's like a tree that like is involved with like the navi like oh, meeting that's right. and you can go and you can touch it and release the spores or whatever it does <laughs> you can they they added that that's an interactive feature you can touch the country very cool so i will say that the two rides in the pandora section one is basically like um it's a small world but in pandora pretty good and the other the other the other one is the best ride that disney has and the worst ride that disney has i like to call it pandoran because it's just soren but in pandora (laughs) Uh, it's actually pretty cool but it was not worth the three hours i waited in line for it imagine not paying for the fast pass oh we couldn't get a fast pass because it was brand new (laughs) so they're all yeah okay so let me lay this out for you sure i went recently with my family and um they you know disney has really been leaning into that idea where it's like wow it really sucks if you just like wait in line for six hours like what if we had you wait in line for six hours and then like part of the queue was interactive but you were really you were waiting there too yeah so you know imagine this we wait in line for forever and then we're locked in this room and the whole thing is it's like it scans your body to align you with an avatar Mm -hmm. and then like it uses like a projection on the wall to like scan your body so um I had had something for breakfast that my stomach just did not agree with. So we are locked in this fucking room with a bunch of strangers and my stomach is just good jurgling and good jurgling and good jurgling. I'm sitting there sweating bullets. Like I distinctly remember looking down at the beautiful rubber tiles and they're just being like drops of my sweat just piling up at my oh, feet. No. And, the, and the, the, the voice actor just keeps going on and on. Oh yeah, I need to align you with your avatar. And oh, we have to disinfect you because you have a uh, bacteria. Human germs. And because you know Disney's trying to like really like make you sit through this. Yeah, they're trying to like pad the time while the ride and currently finishes. Like, oh my god, dude, I'm gonna shit my. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Basically, you, you mean you you jake sullied your pants? I did not. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. So, so no, no. I'm I'm using my you know Olympics you know clenching muscles to not shit my pants, <laughs> and um. The whole ride is you basically straddle this horse-like structure. Oh no! And then it, you know, you're like yeah. <laughs> yeah you, so your your cheeks are constantly spread uh, the whole time. Cle- yes, yes, but I was clenched, dude. Yeah, you know? you're counteracting. 
I, I will say the ride vehicle is really cool because you get on and it looks like a sci-fi bed, and then they like they do this effect where they like turn all the lights on and off as mm-hmm. you're you know transforming into your avatar, and then like the shape of it changes, so now like you can feel like the dragon thing you're riding like yeah. breathing. Oh, that's actually really cool. And like, yeah. um, it's just like the Star Wars ride. They they like use strobe lights or smoke or something so that like you don't recognize that everything's opening up. So it's mm. just like. Oh, you're going in, then boom! Like it just opens up, and you're flying over Pandora. It's really cool. Yeah. So, anyways, you know, we finished the ride. It's really fun. It was, it was, you know, my dad's first did, time. Did you wait three it. hours? No, we we paid the fifteen oh, bucks a person. Yeah, Bobby the- Bobby <laughs> Chape's brand new Lightning McQueen lane. <laughs> yes. So you know, this was during COVID, right? So anytime like someone was like sniffly or coffee, the cast members there would like come over and like wipe the seat. Cause like you know, obviously makes you're, sense. Yeah. You're, you're gripping onto it like it's intimate. <laughs> it's gonna be gross if yeah. someone's like sick or whatever. Especially in Florida, they got them grippers out. <laughs> <laughs> so I get up, dude, and there's a perfect ass mark. <laughs> oh no! Oh. I, you know, from my the sheer effort I was putting into not shut my pants, and you know. The cast members there are just like consummate professionals. I get up, they're like, "Sir, are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And then just immediately they're wiping down. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Oh, that is. I'm just imagining you like like sweating bullets, like dripping down from your forehead, just like I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking lose it. I can't do this. No, on, literally, on a literally. motion sim too. You're like exactly fighting your we're, stomach. We're getting here. up and like I must have looked like a ghost or something. Goose looks at me and she's like, "Are you okay? Like, are you gonna be sick?" I'm like, uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you know. Uh, because of how long the queue area is for that ride, oh god, the, the it, exit area is also super long because they're trying to make space for you know the 150 people. Oh yeah. So I'm ripping through this is like it? maze that's in like the Pandoran Mountain. I'm like, oh my god, like it's over, man. Where do we get dumped out? This gift shop, just like every other big Disney ride. Yeah. I'm like, get out of the way! I I, I gotta. Yeah, it, I'm pushing grandmas and like all these other people. Like, I gotta go. I gotta say, the queue for that ride though, like it feels like you're on like a because when we were there, like I said, three hour wait, and like you start on the outside and then you go into like these caves and yeah. then you're in like a nighttime forest and then you're inside like the research facility and then you're in the fucking scanning room and then it's like it's a long. Fu- I remember the, it, there's like a part where it's like this super open warehouse yeah. that's just like a ramp up. Well, and, and like the first three hours of the wait, like aren't even in Pandora. Like Disney plans so poorly for how popular these rides were gonna be that you oh, like stretch all yeah, the way around this like massive I, walkway. I completely forgot. We were we were outside the land we started in like the africa area yeah yeah they they have like cuts in the line because of like fire safety within pandora yeah and for they're like they tell you like you're gonna stop here and then when we tell you to you're gonna join the person at the end of the line which is like someone with like a sign or something and that's literally just so they could keep the walkways clear yeah it's like it's insane yeah disney um modern disney doesn't really plan for this kind no. of capacity yeah. how issues. have they not figured out that yet like like I, i'm sorry what do you mean they did figure it out well, no. if you want to enjoy disney you pay the microtransactions yeah. to actually get on the rides yeah. or you could be with the fucking poor people <laughs> exactly. and wait in line well i mean the way that i'm looking at it right it always seems ridiculous to me that they have not somehow figured out a system for just from at least reducing the weight, well, dude, like a they're, pass they're, to make it faster. Well, they're also trying to do they're trying to do um reservations. Like you book when you're going into the park. You yeah, can't just yeah, walk yeah. in anymore. You got to book well, it. There, there's even some of them are even worse. So I don't know what rides follow this now, but it's like there used to be this like the virtual queue system, right? Mm. So it's like you would wake up at the ass crack of dawn. It's only available to if you're staying on property. So imagine you're you know staying. Somewhere outside of the Disney sphere, yeah. there's rides that are literally unavailable to you on your multi thousand dollar trip. Yeah. 
So you you wake up, you log in. It's like at the same time for everyone. It's like five o'clock in the morning that it's available. And there'd be 12 boarding sessions throughout the day. So you're going to try to get on. You're going to get like a virtual ticket for that session. Right. And that just earns you the right to get in line at that time. Yeah. Wow. And then wait your two and a half hours to it's, actually do it. It's, it's ridiculous. Like Disneyland doesn't really have this problem because Disneyland Despite being the original Disney park, it's more of like a local experience. They don't yeah. have a lot of tourist travel, but Disney World. Yeah. I mean, quite literally, people are coming from all over the world. And it's it's only like the big, like newer attractions. Like the one oh, that yeah. we had to do it for was um the Ratatouille ride, mm. which, you know, you Is do it, it and also it's like a clone. mid. I, I as much as I love Ratatouille, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give Disney the L on this one because it's quite literally a clone of an attraction from Disneyland Paris to the point where they didn't redub it in English. I mean, it was cool. Don't get me wrong. It's I mean, cool. yeah, it's they, new they technology just, that you can't see anywhere else in Disney World. But new also technology that they've had mid. since 2005. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, like they just they're like oh because it's in France and Epcot they speak French because Ratatouille, but they just didn't want to they didn't want to redo the ride film. Let me share you something else about Disney that I don't think either of you experienced, right? Because you haven't been recently. Mm-hmm. That is correct. So you know because of the global panorama. Disney World wasn't making the kind of money it was making before, you know, and obviously that was unacceptable to the shareholders. So they did the only thing that they could logically do, and that was make liquor available in all the parks. Yeah. So Walt rolling in his grave everywhere. is just an absolute booze fest. And like, I don't know if you remember like Epcot being like, yeah. a drink runner. it's like Drinking it's 10 around times worse. You know, we went to Epcot two or three times and every time I saw someone like over the railing yeah, yakking I, up. I saw a video recently of like them escorting like a girl out of the park because she was plastered and she was like fighting the security. Yes. It was, and, and it it's was not wild. like, oh, it's like nine o'clock at night and they had a little bit. Too, no, it's like 11 o'clock in the morning and they had too many shots of Bailey's in their latte. And yeah. they're, you know, losing their yeah, breakfast. Thank, thank God they don't have an Ireland section of Epcot. <laughs> you begin some fucking Irish coffees as soon as it opens. And, okay, but okay. you can do that now. Every single coffee you like stand will put booze in your coffee for you. Really? I mean, they anywhere that they have the opportunity to give you that like shot of Tito's, they're selling it to you. That's wild. Fucking Disney doing that. You know, while Jared, you can say what you're going to say first, but while we're on the topic of budget cuts, I actually have a whole like fucking bullet point prepared. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was just, I was just going to say like the next time I go to Disney, whether it's just me and Amanda or if it's like us in a group or anything like that, um, this might make me an alcoholic, but like drinking around the world, like I'm sorry, you are not going to catch me at 95 degree fucking animal yeah, no, kingdom with a without, without a miller in my hand. You know, like come on, man, no, yeah. I'm t- it's horrible. Like it, you think it's is so it much. That, fu- is it that bad? It's like 9,000 degrees with 100 percent humidity. Sure, sure, all sure. you're eating is like greasy fried food. You're going to tell me you're going to drink beers all day and not have an issue? Oh no, no, no. I'm, we're going to make it an issue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will be a problem. <laughs> So, uh, I, I have nothing to add to that, I, 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 but on the, on the topic <laughs> of the budget cuts, behave, man. Uh, so uh, what we've been talking about Disney nowadays is very like into, you know, just cutting as many costs as I can to get the largest amount of returns. So there, the, to the point where like they're canceling or downsizing so many projects because um, so in 2020 they let go like 400 and I think the number was 411 of their Imagineers, so pretty pretty large amount of people because the Imagineers aren't like a super large group. No, but, but a lot of them it's like lifetime people who've yeah. been there like for 40, 50, yeah. 60 years. No, there's a lot of lifetime people yeah. that are have been leaving recently, 
in 2021, um, they announced that they were going to be forcing all Imagineers to move to Florida. So there would no longer be just there would no longer be a California and Florida division of Imagineering, despite California being, you know, the original. That's where Walt yeah. was and such like that. Um, they all have to go to Florida. And that resulted in they, the, the statistics they gave was 15% of Imagineers remaining. But that means 85% of the Imagineers that were currently employed at that time over the course of 2021. Uh, Dude, you left. can roll that back. You can tell me exactly what it resulted in. It resulted in Diagon Alley. <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> if we go really far back, yeah, Diagon Alley coming out in like 2009. Wait, Diagon Alley? So in Universal. In, in Universal. Potter, oh, okay. that, the success of that scared Disney so much that their response was Pandora almost 10 years later. And Star Wars. And Star Wars. Yeah. But they, they didn't do as near as good of a job as Universal. No. And now Disney's answer to Universal making a new theme park is in this, this past D23, they announced... Pretty much nothing for for Florida or, or or California. They are retheming a restaurant in California, and in Florida they're adding an, one singular animatronic to the haunted mansion, and they're bringing back a uh, an old meet and greet costume that they've uh, been having you know collecting dust. And and for some reason, despite it literally just being a meet and greet, they said it's not going to happen until sometime in twenty twenty three. And there's a, there's a high-speed rail network being built in Florida, like a private company. Oh, okay. And Disney backed out of it. Yeah. They were going to have a stop directly in Disney Springs. Disney Springs, yeah. And so now Universal is coming in and like, oh, well, if you want to build a stop near us. And Disney's like, and um, if you want to stop near us, you're going to have to pay us for it. And um, we don't want you to disturb our people. So it has to be far enough away that there's no noise. Yeah, and it, all this it other is shit. wild. So, like, you literally, you could it's, have gotten like, you would dropped off in Orlando airport, right? And instead of like taking a bus to Disney World, you would have just taken the train to Disney Springs and gotten on the bus sure. to the hotels there. Yeah. yeah. So Universal, the obvious competitor to Disney, is like bending over backwards, offering like millions of dollars in free land to this company. Yeah. So instead of like being able to go to Disney from the airport mm-hmm. or anywhere else in Florida, you're just going to be able to go to Universal and SeaWorld. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm expecting Universal to become the industry leader of theme parks pretty soon, probably with the opening of um, Epic Universe, which I actually do have some notes about later. But like Disney is in a really bad spot right now because Universal is pretty much catching up to them, if not already at the same level as them in terms of the quality of the stuff they're putting out. But Disney is also, I believe the number was reported to be around $52 billion in debt because of COVID, which resulted in a lot of canceled projects for the parks. They're going to like they're going to build a Mary Poppins ride for Epcot. That's gone. Um, some stuff that was in production already, like the Tron ride, got delayed, even though that's a carbon copy, so it shouldn't have taken as long as it has. And then some projects that hadn't started yet but were planned, like um, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride in Epcot and the Splash Mountain retheme, both of them got downsized. Like they they had you know bigger plans and they're just the budgets got slashed. Well, and like to top all that off, DeSantis took away the special improvement rights. Oh no, of he didn't Reedy take Creek. No, he didn't get rid of that, did he? Yeah. No, no, Reedy Creek's not gone. No, Reedy Creek's gone. That was it. Was literally so. Um, people were upset that Disney wasn't really taking a stance against the like, um, uh, don't say gay bills coming out sure. of Florida. So. Um, and obviously, like we talked about earlier, like all the cast members there are like um, theater kids. So like, you know, the vast majority of the people working there, people are going to be directly affected by this bill. Yeah. So, 
you know, Disney came out really hard stance. So DeSantis like literally gutted them from their administrative rights of uh, the land that they own. Checking it now. Apparently, um, it's not gone yet. But it's not gone yet. No. DeSantis is coming up with a solution for it, which I, but not, it's like, it's just held up in the courts and everything. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So Disney still has Reedy Creek right now. And for, for, the for time those being. of you, I, did you explain this while I was looking it up? No. What Reedy Creek is? No, no, no. So for those of you who don't know, Reedy Creek, when Disney was planning to build Disney World, um, they... Oh, you mean when you're planning to build Epcot? Well, yeah. Hmm. Which we will, you can get into soon. But um, when they were planning on building stuff in Florida, they were like, look, we don't want to have... Because an issue with California is that every time they wanted to do something new for the park, they'd have to go through the approval of the, I think, you know, Burbank County. Yeah, whatever. They, they'd have to get the approv- approval of the city. And that was annoying for them because it really slowed things down. And it still does kind of to this day. Um, so when they went to Florida, they're like, look, we're going to cut a deal with you. We want to be able to do whatever the fuck we want <laughs> and not have to get approval from the county. But in exchange... We will not get, we will have to pay for everything ourselves. We'll pay for water. We'll pay for, you know, they pay for all the electricity. You know, like, like we'll put gas. the highways in ourselves. The original yes. plan was for them to build their own airport. Yes. I mean, like, everything, uh, like the, the state of Florida does not pay a single cent on Disney. So that was the, that was the thing. They get complete control of the land they own. But at the same time, they get no help from, from Florida. They get absolutely nothing. The, um, so getting rid of Reedy Creek would now it, it's a lose-lose for the state yeah no, i don't know if this, this is just like fucking political theater for desantis yeah i i generally don't it's probably theater but he could also just be really stupid and not know what's going to happen so what would happen if they got rid of it is now disney has to go through the state but they're not paying for stuff on their own now the florida state the taxpayers i.e the people who live in florida are now paying for disney and disney costs a shit ton to run right yeah so now that's on the shoulders of people living in you know orlando fucking florida <laughs> they're not people who live who live in orlando are not making like um the reedy creek district was like an actual like it runs from like a town yeah so when exactly. a town is trying to make money they can create bonds and right. then you know, like it would be like a municipal bond well, Disney did the same thing. So, you know, they would build a theme park and then the money that they needed to build it, well, they would just issue municipal bonds. Yeah. So if the state of Florida, like, gutted Reedy Creek, they'd be on the hook for all of the debt that the municipal oh, bonds were supposed okay. to Yeah, for. so basically everyone who lives in that area, their taxes would go up by like a fucking So they're just getting percent. boned. They're getting right. boned because um, Disney had the gall to not want to support an any And it, they, it's, it's Disney wild. Disney had the gall to say that gay people are in fact people. Yeah, which is wild because <laughs> up yeah, until... Bold, bold up stands until, for corporations. Right it, it, and it's wild good. because Disney was saying that they aren't like a week before and then they got called out for it, you know? Yeah. So like it's not even like Disney was doing the right thing because they were doing the wrong thing and then they got called out for it. Yeah. So then they Okay, out. so the historic reason this exists here because yes. this is my autistic interest, right? Yeah, go for it. So Walt Disney, really interesting man, definitely a fascist. Nah, <laughs> I I'm going to have I'm going to disagree with that. It, okay, at least when you look at in least the context, 10% fascist. When you look in the context of Epcot maybe, but I actually <laughs> I actually um I've been reading his uh not not autobiography, uh, the Neil Gabler biography. Okay. And it's really interesting and it really I don't want to be like a fucking Walt Disney support well, I kind of am being, but he's not he's not really the man that we kind of like he's not like this you know like anti-semite you know hates 
hates everything. <laughs> no, you're right. Like, you're he, right. He was a capitalist also, first and foremost. He was, so if he can yes. make money from you, you're a good person. He is also, and he's also not like the uncle figure that everyone. Yeah, thinks. it's a very nuanced thing. But yeah, Epcot. So yeah, was when he was making fashy. the plan in Disney, like yes, like part of it was going to be that he wanted the Disneyland in the East. But the thing that he actually cared about, what he called the Disney project, or sorry, the Florida project, would yes. have been Epcot. So. Today we know it as a theme park where you can get really drunk around the world and there's a couple cool rides. But originally Epcot stands for Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. You see the model that Walt himself and the Imagineers built in the 60s during the ride, um, the People Mover. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yes. It's so that, the, the city of tomorrow, so to speak, that was Epcot. That was his dream. So basically he he wants to redesign the American city. Like he's going to get rid of crime. He's going to get rid of all these issues. Yeah, There's going to be education. No traffic. He's going to bring in all sorts of new technologies for transportation. The people mover was made for Epcot, Epcot wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So basically you would live in the suburbs out in these like spokes. And at the center of the spoke would be this massive city. And the whole city would be under a glass dome and air conditioned. And it would have like a high rise building in it. That would be like a hotel and a conference center. And, and Epcot and Disney World would be on a monorail loop and the other place would be like a corporate area where you could go and like work for the industries that were yeah. like building America. Because the, the, the Disney park was supposed to be like where they would make their money that would right. funnel into the city, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the city was his, you know, prototype of tomorrow and his whole thing was like you would never own the house that you lived in it would always be owned by disney you would never have any land rights you'd never have the, the ability to vote. vote yeah that was a big thing like <laughs> sure, like sure yeah you know he might have been against like the nazis and stuff but he, he was also a shrewd businessman it was it was a little <laughs> and it's really just because he thought that he knew what would be the right, best for true, the american true. people but it does get a little fashy just a little so, bit you know the whole thing is like you wouldn't need a car in the suburbs because you could just get on the people mover to the city and then from right. there it could take you to mass yeah. transit to oh, your job at the and, industrial area and then like all of the traffic for like trucks was underground coming into, it was underground yeah, yeah. so it, it's like you know there you would never be this massive it. parking lot that would be underneath the city that you'd never see and um that would be parking for the the um the the disney world yeah like if people who like drove cars would park underneath there right. and like trucks going in out of the city and there was like it was made in layers too so like the yeah. cars were on one layer it's so it, it's kind of terrifying to think about like being a truck driver and you're like mi- like a mile underground <laughs> you know and um it was really cool like the idea was that everything would just constantly in rotation so like the cities would never get old it would never get like grungy and gross because the companies that were sponsoring it would just replace it with the newest technology yeah so Which, your house would always be like demolish and replace and you which know it always have asbestos and good american products in which it which honestly sounds like an awful way to live like <laughs> you you it's like you know you wake up and somebody comes in here's your brand new toaster right and then like a month later you get woken up because they're bringing you a new toaster and you're like but yeah, I the just, last one I just had lead you. in it so actually we're giving you this <laughs> and you're like but i just got used to this one you know and there it was it, it was an interesting idea and it was definitely like it was the idea of a guy who was just an ideas guy who'd never been told no yeah. So and it's cool and like um there's lots of like um like pieces from it that have been like repurposed into either areas in the parks or like even just like generically into like city design. Mm-hmm. But because they were like we're going to do experiments and we want to be able to have like a university and do whatever the hell we want. Like the Reedy Creek district has like literally no limitations. So like Disney World in the 60s basically like forced Florida to sign agreements saying like, oh, it would be cool if we had like nuclear reactors on site, right? Because like that was that was a burgeoning technology. That was something that they were interested yeah. in. Right? Yeah, and that, sure. was, that was an interesting, interesting thing about Walt, because despite being a relatively conservative man, you know, it was, it was always about moving it forward. It was always about and, like, moving forward. Technology, it's yeah. like he was a man with 
I, I, I don't know whose quote this is, but there's someone quoted saying Walt was a man with one foot in the past and one foot in the future. Like yeah. he was never really in one place at once because so I mean Disneyland you know right. Main Street USA yeah. is an idealized version of his hometown but then yet you have him wanting to fucking build a nuclear reactor <laughs> to power his but it's, it's cool because like you know you see some of that today in Disney World right so it's mm-hmm. like um, like as soon as it became like fiscally cape- like possible there's massive solar farms yeah. Yeah, outside of Disney World you know they have a desalination um, plant on, on site most of the drinking water there is Disney's um, like recycling sewage. Dude, the like, sci- and those are all like brand new technologies that they were able to roll out because uh, Florida couldn't tell them now. Yeah, and the science they they literally have gotten rid of the mosquitoes on their property because of like the yeah they put in extensive research and then like I think the solution was they just have a bunch of like chickens living in certain areas. Yeah, and it's like um, it's all natural stuff. So like um, anywhere you see flower beds, there's special herbs there that grow that like push away the mosquitoes. They release ladybugs into the plants because. We're not afraid of ladybugs, but ladybugs eat mosquitoes. Yeah. And then the mosquito-eating chickens that live out in the swamps that yes, we don't see. Yes, yes, yes. So it's like, you know, people forget, but like Disney World is built in like the swamps of Florida. Like you're literally in the middle of the fucking jungle, but like there's no mosquitoes. Like between most of the air, all the areas with air conditioning are like set to like just spill out into the open area. So like you're walking in the middle of the street and you feel like crisp 35 degree air just blowing past you. Yeah. It's wild. It's a really interesting place. Yeah. It really interesting. There's a lot of, and this is why I'm I'm like really into it because literally every aspect of the park has some sort of history behind yeah. it. And whether or not you're like a fan of Disney Company and Walt Disney, like there's an inherent kind of interesting thing about like the you know this man he created an industry around the, right be, all because he just wanted he was at the park with his daughters and he was watching them on the Ferris wheel or not Ferris with a merry go round. And he was like, I wish there was something that like parents and kids could do together. And then boom, here we are now. Are you guys familiar with the Anthropocene? No. I don't know that word. So it's like every every geologic um, like age is based off of like the fossil record. So the Anthropocene is our fossil record. So hundreds of thousands of years ago when we're all buried under a bunch of dirt, like the trash we left behind, like the crap we've left behind, that'll be the Anthropocene, right? Okay. Disney World is like peak Anthropocene, right? It's like this like idealized place that's completely fake that, you know, yeah. uses a lot of electricity and makes a lot of trash. Let me tell you, man, yeah. archaeologists are going to be fucking fascinated like 500 years from now when Florida is like completely underwater. Dude, you know? <laughs> Dude Disney's really taking the Little Mermaid retheme of their parks <laughs> to the next level. It's really under the Dude, sea. Disney World will be the lost city of Atlantis. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, are you implying that the Walt Disney Corporation will not survive 500 years from now? They're gonna, you know, charge oh, man, three million right. dollars to come to the park because <laughs> underwater. It's the, it's the only spot left on Earth that ha- that has a properly controlled climate. <laughs> oh, oh, so, so you think this is a post dome? Is yeah. gonna yeah. happen? Yeah, this is okay. ed- when the mouse takes over the entire world. <laughs> no, I it won't it. be a dome. Like they're buffing go like way beyond that. Like they'll, mm. they'll 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 build like an ozone creator that protects <laughs> just Disney World. Yeah. Dude, real talk, I, I always find like that kind of like people are like, oh, you know, the mouse is going to take over the world. Like I find that shit so like, it's like funny, but also like annoying. Now dude, people, the only thing people talk about is the Microsoft. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just like, you know, oh, Disney ruined Star Wars. So now they're the mouse who ruins everything yeah. to sit on world domination. You're tying to the last episode. Yeah, that was good. That was was I mean, I mean, two episodes, two episodes ago. Yeah. 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 Let's see what else is here on the, the docket. So we got uh, we got Walt Disney's somewhat fascist utopia. Yeah, we talked about that. that was good. Uh, 
Oh, yeah. So you guys. So my last time at Disney was in 2018, which was just me and my girlfriend, Emily. Um, but you guys had gone and I was we were our large our group of friends in high school were all planning on going to Disney. It was going to be this massive trip. And then it whittled down to like, what, seven people. Can we refer to the fact that all of us were friends because we were theater kids? Yeah. Just to pull that scene Shit. together. Yeah, no, you're yeah. right. So yeah, in 2016, uh, these guys, among some other people that we knew at the time, decided to go. It, it was going to be like a... <laughs> it was gonna be like we're a, not using the word friends for a very specific reason. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, one of them, he, he's still a cool dude. I haven't seen That's him That's true. Yeah, so, so I was going to say... Um, Shout to Danny. So, so as a big graduation gift to all of us, I guess, we from all... Us. like Yeah, from us, for us. It was going to be like a 40-person trip too, wasn't it? Yeah, so the group chat was initially... Uh, we, we had a big group It was group double chat. digits. It was a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, it was oh probably God, like was 20 that, 30 What was people. that chat called? It was like uh, that app. We used it all group, the time. Group me. Group me. Yes. So it, there was probably anywhere from like 25 to 40 people maybe that were in this group chat. I have initially. no clue. We had a large uh, friend group. It whittled down to eight. Well, yeah. One, once people realized that other people weren't going to pay for your trip. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I remember the, the, the thing was who, the, the person who was in charge was like, I did the math. And because there's so many of us going, it's only going to be like a couple hundred bucks per person. And then because people started bailing, that price started going up, which caused <laughs> more people to bail. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it was me, Tyler, uh, one other buddy of ours, Danny, super good yeah, dude. Yeah, Danny. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, Danny, Danny. If you're listening to this, uh, we should we should we should hang out sometime. In the, yeah, yeah, we, we recently still started a podcast. Gifts. Would you be interested? Yeah, in, uh, well, Danny, I know you play Pokemon Go. Add me. Yeah, dude, it, me and him send gifts all the time. Anyway, maybe he's the um, one in Brussels. It could be. Maybe, maybe he could be, dude. I haven't spoken to him in years, but um, yeah. So so we were chilling. We were great, and then uh, there were five girls. Oh boy! I, I don't even know what started it. To be honest Isn't with you, one of them, um, your like then to be future girlfriend. It is. It is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so Amanda was there, well, but, J- but she was always chill. Jared, are you yeah. trying to say that the problem on the trip was the women? No. 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 I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. I, I, I think know, there was I was two. There was two I'm women saying, who started it. But I'm, I'm, I'm like, saying that I was just, I was Jared, Danny, and I had an incredible trip. Well, so, so here's the thing. Uh, when I was just with you and Danny, it was great. At a time, when it, when there's anybody else, I was miserable. I'm not gonna just lie prior to us going to Disney, Jared had actually visited Chernobyl, and he had like nuclear burns <laughs> all over his yeah. back. Jared accidentally he he decided to look at the elephant's foot yeah. directly. Well, no, he didn't look at it. It was so, just his back. He he just oh, okay. like he faced it back and like kind of like arched over it. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like a, okay. You know the uh, the boomers from uh, from Left 4 Dead. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I looked like. Um, no, it's, wait, it's so, like it's like when people come back from Turkey after getting hair implants and they just like bleed all over the airplane seat. Oh, that was wait, Jared's so, back. So you you had back problems while you're at Disney? No, it wasn't just back. I had a third degree sunburn. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that happened during. I threw out my back at the age of nineteen when I was there. It was not. I wouldn't yeah. know anything about so, that. Yeah. So what happened was, um, again, this was our senior year, and uh, we had our senior picnic. Right. Um, that is the one and only time I've worn a tank top in my life. Um, and when that happened, I guess it didn't properly apply sunscreen. And, um, yeah, fast forward, like that night I was, cause we had a meeting that night of like all the parents and the kids. We, I remember we met at the Granville scoop. Oh yeah. Cause we were all still technically children at that time. Yeah, that's that's yeah. crazy yeah. to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, mean, I, wasn't, there, I wasn't there. Not. Yeah. But still, you know, um, yeah. So we were, you know, like, of. Maybe not all, you know, but a bunch of the parents and the kids all met up 
And I remember like going there, like I was taking a shower beforehand because you know, like I was out, I was playing, you know, dodgeball or whatever we were playing at the at the picnic. Getting sweaty. Yeah, and uh, so like I hopped in the shower and I was like, "Damn, my shoulders are hot." And then like eventually, like fast forward a couple days, I was like, "Shit, I'm like pussy, bro." Crispy. <laughs> I was got like, that pussy. I got that pussy. <laughs> Yeah, so it was it was disgusting. And uh, Tyler, our soon-to-be nurse friend, uh, was in charge of applying like this like burn ointment onto my shoulders for the first few days of the trip. Oh, because oh, dude, like I like my arms. Uh, obviously, I can't. I'm doing like a little like chicken dance right now. Um, I could not go any further than this. That's because it was and brutal. Not only that, but you guys were going to Florida in like what June. July, July, yeah, which is honestly rookie mistake. Yeah, it was tough. Oh my god, you, you'd take a shower, you'd feel so refreshed. You'd open the door to the the hotel room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three hundred percent humidity, one hundred five degrees. Yeah, you're you'd, actually you'd walk like the the two steps of the bus. <gasps> yeah, it was so it humid, was gross. It was so I humid hate. that if you started kicking your legs, you'd actually be able to swim through the air. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, um. So, anyways, so so that's it was see, a hoot. We had so much fun. Yeah, I, uh, again, when I was with you and Danny, we had a great time. We, we had a the meal time. plan we was called, there. Do you remember so, what we called ourselves though, real quick? Yeah, the three habaneros. The three spicy habaneros. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember how that started, but yes, dude. There's all I remember of, is uh, you know you and I the quadruple chins out at eleven o'clock at night. I go for cheeseburger. Yeah, I still got the snack on my meal plan for the day. <laughs> <laughs> we got 25 minutes until midnight. We got time. Oh, man. Yeah. No, so, honestly, in, here's, here's the thing, though. So, so, there was just, like, a shit ton of drama. I don't even remember how it started. I don't even remember what it was. Um, man, we, we couldn't even drink. All right? Didn't, like, <laughs> didn't someone didn't someone walk in on you on the shower? No, 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 no. Or something like that. I remember there was drama I'm, I'm happy. Okay, this was funny. This, this was actually a relatively drama-free encounter. So what happened was, um, this was uh, Star Wars, obviously. Um, me and Star Wars. yeah, so I built a custom lightsaber for both me, and then I built one for my brother Aiden, um, and then Danny, uh, the other guy in our group. And keep on, so me, Danny, and Tyler, we, we all shared a room. So we were like get, getting ready for bed one night, and I tossed Danny the other lightsaber, and we were having a lightsaber duel, and like me and him were both in like our like boxers and. You know, just like boxes <laughs> and t-shirts, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, but what that I was, was wearing the spicy the time, part, wasn't it? Yes, the spicy part was that I was <laughs> was that I was wearing boxers, but they had um, pokeballs on them, Pokemans. Mm. Like it was like a pokeball pattern, and then um, some of the girls who were next door came in during me and Danny sword fighting, and yeah. Yeah, that's how. And, and, and then there was a big reaction, and I was like, "You walked into you walked into the room, man. Like, like yeah. I'm not responsible." They for stuck the bicycle. They stuck the stick in the bicycle spoke. You know, they yeah. can't. Mm. They can't get mad that the bike fell over. Mm. But yeah, no, I think uh, it would be a hell of a lot more fun if we went with like a with a group of people. And you know, yeah, like, I expect like, a BS live. Not to sound BS like a Disney live. adult, because I see I can't. I'm not a Disney adult because I I actually criticize the company, so that makes me exempt from the ridicule. Oh, from oh, Redditors. just like from the, our first episode, you're not you're not a redditor. You're a user. You're not a Disney adult. You're just an adult that enjoys Disney. Yes, exactly. Right, it's very, totally right. different. Totally correct, the middle correct. line, guys. I'm telling you, it's great. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a Rick and Morty fan. I just watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> I want to be able to enjoy the thing without the stigma of the of people. You know. Um, yeah. So that was a wild time. I actually, I, Danny brought me a T-shirt home from that. It was very nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Huh. 
Um, I went in January this year, and it's now the end of September. Did I give you the shirt that um, I'm actually wearing it right now? Okay, thank God. I, uh, <laughs> I I I dripped out for this recording. I brought I brought my Disney World shirt. It just dawned on me. I was like, Oh my God, no way! No, you you gave it to me like a, a while ago. Okay. Um, yeah, but now I'm going this this Chris this uh, right after Christmas. Is um, the, are the decorations still gonna be up? Did you look? Yeah, yeah. Because when yeah, I, last so time jealous. I went, last time I went, it was. I think it was the very, very beginning of January mm-hmm. and they were up until the last day, excuse me, the last day of our trip, they had taken it down. So we actually, we did Magic Kingdom two days, um, Emily and Hold I. Up. I have to say, I've gone in January more than any other month. January is the fucking time to go. Yes. It's like a crisp 65, 70 yes. every day. It was perfect. It, perfect like, temperature. Oh my God. And so we got to see, so we got to see Magic Kingdom with the decorations mm-hmm. and then we got to see it without because we did it like first day of Disney, mm-hmm. last day of Disney. Um, and it was, int- I had never been before, so it was interesting to see how they decorated the parks, but uh, we're going right after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, cause now I'm going with my, my family cause they, they Are were going like, to be there for new year's. Yes. And oh so we're, God, we, no. I looked into it and I guess Epcot is like the only park that really does something on new year's. I think that's the only one that's open till midnight. Yeah. So we're going to Epcot on new year's. So that'll be interesting. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> especially now hearing that people are getting plastered at 11 in the morning. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. And now I'm 21. I will Not never that forget I it. Drink heavily. I um, it was our last day. We went to Epcot. Something we had reservations somewhere for lunch, and um, we walked past like the French Pavilion, and there's like a bridge right outside the French Pavilion, mm-hmm. and this guy is just like literally like almost entire body is over like the the railing, just like throwing up, and you look up, and there's this um like plane flying overhead that's like making smoke trails. And when they were done spelling it out, it just said, what would Jesus do? Uh, all right. So, really? Yeah. As I was surrounded by, um, you know, God's is, drunkest Disney goers. That is <laughs> wild because that plane definitely was there illegally. I know. That's what I said. Because Disney, ha- you know, the, if, for those of you who don't know, since Disney owns everything, they also control the airspace and they will not let anyone yeah. fly over their property for whatever reason. So, of course, of course, some wacky religious dude would come in yeah. and and like a fucking cub piper oh that's that's wild it was incredible uh, i thought for sure i was gonna watch like you know the air, air force like blow it out of the sky you know that would have been <laughs> yeah you see fucking like mickey in a biplane just yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, dude, yeah dude um mickey shot him down with the mouse tool dude <laughs> <laughs> it's the surprise tool that'll help Sing us you later. in hell oh <laughs> 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 uh. Well, I think we talked enough about Disney to say yeah. that Six Flags blows. Yeah. Other uh, than Fright Fest, it's like, you know. Just see, this is how we tie it back to the beginning of the podcast when I said Six Flags isn't worthy of being called a theme park because there's no fucking theming. It's a bunch of, ro- oh, we painted the roller coaster red and blue, so that means it's Superman. Like, come, come yeah. on. No, I agree. I mean, they do that for a lot of the DC stuff, too. So Because they, they have, I'm trying to think, Batman, Superman, Joker, Catwoman. It's pretty much all the Batman shit. Poison Ivy. Yeah. I think there's a... It's just Harley Quinn ride. It's just Six Flags parks are usually just a random assortment of uh, DC and Looney Tunes theming slapped onto basic like out of the box rides. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. That was our local park, and I have a lot of good memories of going there. I've been definitely, twice. definitely <laughs> before. I mean, mm, most of the good memories are before the head injury. But mm. um, but I'm surprised for, you remember them. Yeah, huh. well, it's not. I, I'm not gonna get into it on the podcast, but um, uh, see, I've gone. I went last year for Fright Fest because one of my friends uh, from college came down and wanted to go, 
And I remembered why I don't going because it's essentially paying 60 bucks for me to ride the swings and the teacups. That's it. That's all I Dude, can do. Pay there. another sixty bucks for chicken tendies and fries. Mm, yeah, yeah. The fucking that's cafeteria food. <laughs> uh, yeah, Six Flags. Oh boy, it's it, Six Flags is actually um, not the not the not the talk about more like big stuff but uh they're pretty much uh on the like they're not doing so hot they they could be going down soon really they are the only theme slash amusement park you know that kind of thing i call them amusement park they're the only one of those companies that has not made a like all of them you know made they did not make profits in 2020 right but it is the only one that hasn't come back from that Oh. It is continuing to lose money. Meanwhile, like Disney, Universal, not fucking Cedar Fair, or whatever you know. Yeah, all those ones. They're 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 making profits again. But well, I mean, when when you staff your park with high school kids that um, couldn't pass a piss test, I mean, yeah. I don't know. And uh, <laughs> Six Flags is uh, Six Flags is new. I don't know how new he is, but their CEO, um, he, they had like a big you know conference or whatever, yeah. and he was like, oh, like you know, my priority is like. You know, we're going to do things that incentivize more spending. We're going to get rid of the bring a friend days. We're going to get rid of like the refillable. Like they're, they're, they're pulling a Disney and taking everything that used to be like kind of free or included with like a premium thing and making you pay for it all. And they, he also said like they're going to de-emphasize building new rides and instead focusing on like uh, retail experiences. So, you know, because that's going to that's definitely going to get you out of a couple billion dollars of debt. But yeah, fuck Six Flags, except for the one time <laughs> that I got to dance with Bugs Bunny on stage. That was pretty cool. I was six. I got to oh. dance. I got to. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah I actually um, uh, the production company I worked for during college, uh, we actually did the uh, uh, like all the sound and lighting for them. Really? So, yeah. So, when they did, like, the Kids Fest and the Coke Fest, which are just, like, these, like, week-long festivals, basically. Mm. The Coke Fest, as you can imagine, sponsored by Coca-Cola. Wow, really? Yeah. So, uh, we were, like, set up in the gazebo there. And, you know, there's, you know, kids dancing. You know, they do, like, dance battles. And, oh, you know, boy. Give away, like, Fortnite. Fortnite dances. Yeah, hitting yeah, the gritty so for many. Six Flags. <laughs> so much, dude. But, no, um, uh, just just a quick thing. Uh, I, I worked the longest shift of my life uh, during that. And um, because what happens, um, this was, so the Coke Fest thing, it's it's a week-long thing, pretty much. Park opens till the park closes. We're doing music, we're doing games, we're doing whatever. And um, so I got there at like 7.30 in the morning. And, you know, like I'm driving my car right up with the speakers and all that. And, um, you know, fast forward, I, I do the entire day. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I get a call from my boss at the time. And he says, you know, oh, I'm in New Hampshire for a gig right now. Can you wait? And I was like, sure. They must have just hit like a shitload of traffic because um, they didn't get to Six Flags until about two thirty in the morning. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think the park is open at two thirty. Uh, y- you would be surprised. Well, I mean, it's closed, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was sitting at the gazebo with like a couple of like our like spare like dance floor lights turned on because like it's pitch black, dude. I felt like I was in a fucking Scooby Doo episode, man. Like, yeah, but did they give you any Dippin' Dots? No, they didn't. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I know, right? That that's kind of horrifying to be in like this big, very scary. I think it, and it's probably mostly in the fact that it's like a place that you always expect to see people and lights and such. So then when it's completely dark, like it just your brain is like, this is not how it should be. Yeah. It, well, exactly. No one was there. I mean, there's a couple security guards walking around, but they this have like. Was, but, but were you by yourself sitting there? Yeah. This was after FNAF oh, came out too. I would mention bricks. Well, I never played FNAF. <laughs> 
dude. How could you? How could you not? I, I say as I've never actually. Yeah, played I've never either. played it either. Yeah. I just I've, I'm I've, familiar. I've, I've osmosis the lore through my brother. Shout yeah. out to Jack. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I've seen Jack play it more than I've ever. When yeah. are we gonna what have the TF2 episode of the BS Crew podcast? Yeah, we can we'll, do that. Yeah, get him on here. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, moving on. What else, yeah. what, what else did you guys want to talk about? For I don't know. Parks? I've just been kind of rambling. I've covered everything I want. I can't. To talk about. Okay. There's a lot of things that I could say that I couldn't say more eloquently than the, the you know. YouTubers we've talked about that have already said them, but uh, I think uh, we were talking about a uh, theme park video games. Bringing that up, I feel like maybe we should roll that into our comfy games. I, I yeah, to agree. there's yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. I will say the things that we won't be talking about in the comfy games. There are a lot of very shovelwary theme park games I've come to see, and not like ones oh, where you build a theme Disney. park, <laughs> but like back in the day, they just made random like NES games of like. The, the parks. And what about the Wii era? You know, where anyone with a computer could get their game published on the Wii? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. remember uh, the Connect Disneyland game? Oh, that's right. I was trying to figure out what that, um, like, what system that game was from, and it was for the Connect. Connect. It was, uh, you could not control that thing. It was wild. But if you ever wanted to see the, the funny slave animal movie characters <laughs> in a video game format, that's the only time you'll be able to see that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, right now, um, the decancelification process has already begun on Splash Mountain. No, oh boy, I, I will. You know, I, I, lo- I don't want to say I like. I love Splash Mountain, right? Right? I because it Do was you fully endorse the values of the kids. Yeah, I, I see. It's hard to say that, like, I, because I, I do love the ride, but I don't. I'm aware of because as a kid, I didn't know what it was based on. Right, but, right, then, right. You know, learning. I, you know, it's not a great. I, it's a bad movie and it's it's not aged well it wasn't good at the time either I, i'm trying to say this without saying terms that let me put YouTube on my will. mole person costume yeah <laughs> uh yeah no the movie is incredibly racist and the ride while the ride itself isn't racist but it has those connections which is why they're getting rid of it but i'm 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 excited for the read theme i like I princess too. and the frog that's one of my favorite disney movies what do you think about them getting rid of the um the 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 sex selling scene in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. So I actually got to see that scene right before they got rid of it. I yeah, remember I yeah. was on the ride and I was like, I turned to Emily and I go, so this scene they used to sell women, but now it's like now that the you know the the Pirates it's of Girls, she gets clean. the you know she's it's not it's not you know offensive anymore. And then we go by the original bride action scene and she's like, I thought you said they weren't selling. She didn't care. She was like, whatever. It's it's a ride, right? Like she didn't. Well, she they must have already had done the decancelification in California, but not in. In, uh, yeah, Orlando, yeah, they hadn't gotten it to it yet. Yeah, um, I don't really care. Like, uh, I know, you know, historically, <laughs> they, they would have done. Like, it's it's a ride. Like, same for <laughs> I, I. I love Splash Mountain, but I'm I'm not gonna be like, hey, well, New Orleans is not in the frontier, so it doesn't fit where Splash Mountain is, or whatever. You know, I, as long as Disney doesn't cheap out on it, which judging by d23 <laughs> they already they already scaled back on the uh, the project and they're the only thing they could say about it is that they're going to be projecting things onto fog which is apparently they've never done that before yeah they said that we've never done this before we are projecting onto fog but they hold on let me run it. the numbers <laughs> they, they say as they do that in the same park yeah uh yeah Damn. so cool yeah, we were gonna talk about video games, but Splash Mountain and D, you know, I I I, I look, f- 
I don't know. I'm just I'm just repeating myself. It's okay. So so cozy games. We'll we'll talk about like roller coaster tycoon and stuff like that. Yeah, cozy games. Yeah. yeah, I think that fits. Yeah, we don't need yeah. to talk about the shitty shovel. I want to talk about Jay Schlatt, and this is not the episode for that. That's yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do Jay Schlatt sometime. Yeah. All right. Uh yeah. So so <laughs> as we're as we're wrapping up, let's uh, was... let, let's do pick of the week. How does that sound to you, fellas? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, uh, d- Tyler, you want to take us off? Um. You know, I wrote something down, but I'm actually going to say it's the uh, double cheese grilled cheese burrito from Taco Bell. Oh, you got to get it before it goes back into the Taco Vault. Big fan. Huh? It's basically like a burrito, but with like the, the spicy red bits inside and then they cover it in cheese instead of the cheese being on the inside. Ugh, I got to watch my cholesterol, dude. That sounds like that sounds <laughs> yeah, like uh, I'm going to get diabetes, dude. I swear. Dude, like... you, you can only have like one every once in a while before it goes back into the vault, you know? <laughs> yeah, the, the Taco Bell vault. They're doing the, the yeah. oh, that's how we connected. They're doing the Disney tragedy, the Disney vault, but for Taco Bell. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, and I guess Tiny Tina's is okay. Like, it finally came out on PC, and I've been playing it lately. That's good. Have yeah. it here. Anyway, Charlie, how about you, buddy? Uh, my pick of the week for this week is I, um, my my lovely girlfriend, Emily, got me a Game Boy Advance and Is Pokemon. it the purple one? It, it's the one that it's like it's like translucent purple but it has like pikachu and jigglypuff and togepi oh, that's on it dope. oh that's good yeah so it's it's like the original pokemon console uh and i also got well i got two games i got crystal pokemon crystal and metroid fusion with it but i haven't played fusion because it i want to get a backlight installed onto the game boy mm. because you, the original game boys had no backlight so you cannot play that in the dark and can i make a recommendation yes there are people on Etsy that sell these things. I think it's called uh, like the MasterCart or something like that. Mm. And hypothetically, what you do is the games that you own, right? You would legally make copies of and then put it on a micro SD card mm. and put it in the, the cartridge. Interesting. Um, so um, people on Etsy, what they do is they'll show you like their collection of games that they legally own and that they legally downloaded. So you can get an idea of like what you can put <laughs> ah, on your cartridge. Okay. That and sounds it's, neat. It's dirt cheap in comparison to buying like the actual hardware. Yeah. So like, yeah. hypothetically, so you could have the entire North American Game Boy oh, uh, library. It's like just on the cart ready for you to go. Hypothetically, of course. I love when we talk hypotheticals. Yeah, it's so productive. Obviously, yeah. they're just right. selling you the empty cartridge and empty SD right, card, right? right. You'd, you'd have to you do have it to... yourself because like you'd, you'd have to own all those games. Yeah, yeah, legally, of course. Of course. But, uh, yeah, my pick of the week, uh, Pokemon Crystal. I've never played it before, but I have had an a great time with it. I, is that one of the actual ones or is that one of the ROM hacks? It's one of the actual ones. Crystal okay. is like, so there was gold and silver, which were the second set of games. Okay. And Crystal was kind of like the third, like the, you know, definitive version of it. Okay. okay. And I got to say, it is probably one of, if not the best Pokemon experience I've ever had. It, It's, you know, it's only the second generation. So like it's very bare bones. Exclusive to the Game Boy or you mean like across everything? Across across Pokemon, I don't know. I wow. it's just a very comfy. Impressive. Like I I there's a lot of Pokemon games I've enjoyed, but this one, there's something about like the art style, and like they hit the formula right. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of because what gold silver and crystal were was they thought pokemon was going to be over after that you know the the, the big really? hype was and it was going off so like, like mgs4 this is our swan song right so they go they were meant to be the set crystal especially was meant to be the send-off to pokemon this was it which so like it's just it they instead of other games they're making up a whole new area you know doing their own thing Crystal and Gold and Silver build upon the last game, so it's like the neighboring country, 
And so everything is just, it, it doesn't have as much of its own identity as later games will have because it's, you know, pretty much a glorified sequel. But um, it just, it feels like it is like the culmination of early Pokemon and plus they just they they nailed the art style you know working with that very limited Game Boy color palette was, is or it, Game Boy color color palette I was say because it's not an advanced game right it's one of the long cards yeah it's from the so this one Crystal was exclusive to the Game Boy color that's wild um, you could not play it on an original Game Boy so it's and cool it to play beautiful. without a um, a, a backlight for that because the original hardboard didn't have a backlight yeah <laughs> so i'm i'm like having to like hold it at an angle so i can see because it is a dark screen and even <laughs> i've been playing it at night a lot and crystal has a day and night system so at night it makes the the pet color palette for the overworld extremely dark oh geez. so it is it is a fun but it, it's been a great experience if 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 you haven't played that game i would recommend it even if you're not a pokemon fan it's probably one of the most accessible pokemon games and there's just a shit ton of stuff to do. Like, there's two regions, twice the amount of gyms. There's a whole lot of, gotta catch them all, you know, all 250, whatever. And you can fight Red. And you can fight Red, which is probably one of, yeah, definitely yeah. one of the coolest fights in the series. Mm-hmm. Just good time. Good time. I could ramble about it, but it's good. Mm. All right. For my pick of the week, I'm doing trivia at a new place now. Woo! I think that was your pick of the week for episode one, too. I don't think so. Oof. Uh, if it was, that'd be muddy embarrassing. Editing Jared. Put up on screen right now if, if current Jared should be embarrassed or not. <laughs> oh, uh, he should be. Oh, <laughs> well, no. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Hold on. No, I'm looking it up. I'm no, looking but it up. We're, 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 like, we're totally wrong, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm fairly sure. But, you know, good for you, Jared. He, I know our good pal Jerry here has been... Uh, he's been trying to find a new place to do trivia because the last place totally fucked him over. <laughs> And the place before that too. And the place. Before <laughs> I, that. I, I wouldn't say I ever got truly fucked over. Just uh, you know, th- things fizzled out. I'll it was a light way. amount of fucking. Damn, yeah, that's really up. nice. Just because the, it's up the street from here doesn't mean you have to be that nice. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm uh, now doing trivia over at a uh, Progression Brewing. Had a solid Woo. first night. All zero yeah. of our local viewers come check out. Guy from Brussels will get you a ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. we'll come out here. So yeah. Put your uh, social d- security d- in the comments below, and we'll see about getting out yeah. here. All right, put it. All right, kids, take your parents' credit cards and put the three wacky <laughs> numbers on the back in the comments, and we'll get you a ticket out here. But yeah, no. So uh, I actually did a big E round. Mm. So oh, all the like big, e trivia. The big E Yeah, yeah. For, uh, for like how many pounds of butter does it take to make the elephant? I, yeah, a lot of it was, uh, you know, like what what year was the first big E? Um, oh, what, what year was it? There's some food. 1917. Whoa, 1917. Wow, I wasn't that old. Damn. That means we're past 100 years. Damn. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there was that. Uh, I asked about some of like, the food trucks that were there. You know, okay. like, like was it the Boulevard or the Avenue oh. of States? You know, like, Speaking of food trucks, have you guys yeah. been to Gastro Park in Weeha? No. Oh, I can't say I have. Oh, I've heard good things, good. though. Yeah. It's a fancy like uh, Zoomer place where the inside has a coffee shop, a bar, and a uh, charcuterie shop. Love it. I'm sold. All right. You boys wanted to say anything else? Are we? Um, don't forget to wear your seatbelt. Um, That's very nice. Uh, make sure that you're on the good side Good side of our overlord, Bob Chapek, and his archdemon, Mickey Mouse, when they eventually take over the world. Because as we all know, media is the only thing important. So whoever controls the media. And uh, yeah. be, be sure to tune into our last episode about the spooktacular. Yes. The one that that has totally been filmed by now. Right. Also, for the record, I was sarcastic. I, I hope that, that that came through. I think it did. Okay. I'm not an edge lord. <laughs>